Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mint City Soccer Show. I am one of your hosts, not the host, but one of them, uh, David Gussler, and I'm here with my buddy Matt Swift. Say hello, Matt. Hey, David. How's it going? Good. So we just recorded um, another episode with some special guests this week. Mm -hmm. um, so we had Brant and Rebecca Bronico here this week. How do you feel it went? I thought it went very well. I, I love them both. Yeah. They've been, uh, they've been really good about um, getting out into the public, getting on podcast shows, and they're just very open and just good people. Yeah, they, they were great again. Just like our interview with Nick, I, I, they were very down-to-earth, spoke, you know, very truthful, and um, share their perspective on a couple different things. Like we, we talked to him about like soccer resilience, the importance of mental health within the soccer game. We talked about Brant's experience within college, independence, Chicago Fire. Mm -hmm. we talked about Rebecca and them buying their first house, but also Rebecca's experience playing soccer at UNC Charlotte. Um, and we had some fun at the very end. We had some fun questions there about FIFA and um, yeah, about kits potentially. So yeah. wink, wink, and hint. So <laughs> I will say. I'm not overselling that. There's nothing new about kits, just forewarning. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to start this off though, because we, we have some pretty big soccer news, especially when it comes to Charlotte FC. Um, sure. So I'm going to credit, you know, the athletic here because this came out yesterday, um, right after July 4th, so July 5th on Monday. Um, so Paul from the athletic has a source that is saying that Charlotte FC is hiring Miguel Ramirez as their first head coach um, in club history. So um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you guys saw that meme online yesterday about like Mint City Collective getting super excited about a coach that no one's ever heard of. I don't know much about him. But uh, Matt, yeah. how do you feel about like how, like the coach and the potential hire potential? Uh, well, it, it's, it's interesting because the team has done really well about making sure nothing's getting leaked. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a surprise uh, in a way. Uh, if it's true, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, and again, yeah, I, I kind of went back and forth, like just like I did with Christian Fuchs and, sure. and his signing. You know, like any news coming out, I'm just automatically excited. But then you have to take a step back and see, like, okay, is this an actual, you know, uh, good good signing for us? Um, you know, he's 36 years old. He's young. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. He, he, you know, he, his style of play, uh, it's, you know, it's going to be attacking style, and that's what everybody kind of wants to see. Um, I guess the only cons are, you know, does it have the MLS experience, and, um, and so there'll be somewhat of a learning curve there. But I am glad that it's not just the same. That we're not getting a manager like a that's just yeah, just recycled people. I, I'm a little bummed maybe that it's not Ben Olsen, but uh, uh, but I you know at the, uh, the other side of that yeah, like I, I'm glad it's just not the same old same old. Um, so yeah. So for those who have not listened to our previous episodes with uh, with Johnny and Corey, uh, Matt Swift is a big fan of Ben Olsen, and so yeah. he's he's going to cry himself to sleep later tonight when he finds out, or I guess tomorrow potentially, um, that yeah. Ben Olsen is not the head yeah. coach for. Charlotte FC, but for those who don't want to just Google who Miguel is and find his Wikipedia page, but uh, most recently he was with um, Sport Club Internacional, um, which is part of the Brazilian Serie A um, division. So um, definitely that South American coach. Um, you've seen Atlanta have some success with some South American players. Um, I know people in our Slack, like Matt Chantry and other people, have been saying that it, you know it's going to be a really good transition coming into MLS and having those players come in. 
people have commented that his like style of coaching and the play that he wants to have is possession ball. Mm-hmm. Play out of the back, play out of the mid a little bit and have possession of the ball the entire game. Um, which, again, going back to who we have here tonight, like Brant, um, you know, Sergio, Riley, having them really right. be that strong spine that yeah. we have. I think it goes back to everything that um, you know, Zoran and everybody was talking about having that really strong spine to have that possession. It, it just really matches up. Um, but again, it's not official yet. We'll hopefully we hear about this. It's we're recording this on Tuesday. Hopefully we hear about it Wednesday or Thursday that we have yeah. a pretty big, big name hire, and it, it's a pretty big deal. You're going to be the first head coach of a brand new club in MLS. So. That's right. Yeah, I'm interested to see you know what he what he can do. Uh, more interested to see what types of players are going to be brought in now. Um, is it going to be more of what we've seen so far? Is or now are we going to go um, pull in some players from Brazil, from you know South America in general, and like what that's going to look like? So, um, yeah, to be it'll be very interesting. Yeah, because a lot of our players have been Spain, England, Australia, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then obviously local guy Brant here in the United that's States. Right. So we haven't yeah. really signed anybody. And then obviously. Um, Jan in, in Poland, right? So, um, you know, we haven't really had any players come from South America yet or Central America. Um, yeah. But it'll be great to see if he has some influence on that and brings some players and kids out of the academy out of that program down there. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we did. We had a lot of fun uh, spending it with Brant and Rebecca, and um, we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Matt. Hey, David. How's, how's it going? We're back again. We are back again, and this time we're by ourselves. No chaperones. No chaperones, no supervision. We're going to burn this podcast down. We're so. going to lose all of our followers. It's going it's to go really well. Yeah. But the good news is is that at least Corey and Johnny trust us enough to do it by ourselves here in Salute. So. I don't know if that's it. They just, they're just not here. So... They have real life responsibilities. That's true. That we That's true. we obviously don't have. So, um, well, so this week um, we're gonna have two special guests here with us. Do you want to share who it is? Why don't you say who it is? Okay. So we've got Brant here and Rebecca. So hello, guys. How are y'all? How's it going? Good. Doing How really, are you? Doing good. Doing good. So thanks so much for meeting us here at uh, Salude. Uh, it's the third week in a row. It's almost like they're paying us to be here, but <laughs> they are they are totally not paying us to be not here. Yet. So. Not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, we're just here for the delicious beer and food. So, um, well, great. I mean, thanks, guys, for coming by. Thanks for, you know, coming out here and hanging out with us here in Noda. Um, but really what today's podcast is really going to be about is just about you. And we want, you know, our listeners to know more about you as people. Obviously, the soccer stuff's there, but we want, you know, Mint City Collective to know who you are. So I'll hand it over to Matt. Yeah. So we weren't going to start the show off like this, but there was a quasi announcement, a leak, a break that maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. There is a new Charlotte FC coach. Um, I'm not going to put you on the spot and for you to confirm or deny it, but more asking you, are you, are you, or the players in the loop? On decisions like that or do they tell you to like not go on podcasts and talk about the coach <laughs> <laughs> no usually they don't uh, they don't usually share the information uh, with the players just because you know there's so many things that like go on behind the scenes and uh, stuff that like has to be done you know maybe they don't want to jinx it maybe there's like multiple like offers or contracts so 
Right. Um, they usually don't really include the players. That's more of a like a front office thing. So unfortunately, I can't help you with that news. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. No, I mean, how, like, how does that feel like whenever you see rumors and things kind of on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and just kind of say like, hey, is this happening? And do people send you DMs and be like, hey, on the low, can you tell me if this is really happening? Or See, what? people definitely ask, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> like, you're asking the wrong person right now. Um, but to see like rumors like that, I feel like I don't re- like to like look into anything until you know it's signed, sealed, delivered. Yep. So you yep. know, rumors—they're just rumors. I don't really put a whole lot of like thought into it. So, did, did you have to deal with anything like that at, at your time at Chicago? Uh, so there was a coaching change um, after my third year uh, going into my fourth year with Chicago. Um, and maybe that was like the most similar, um, I guess, scenario. Um, obviously, you have like multiple coaches your whole your whole life. Yeah. Um, so you kind of get used to it as you grow up and you go, you know, U12, U13, U14. And I'm sure Rebecca can um, familiarize with me, but it's just like you go through like a lot of coaches where it's just like, you know, let, let's just focus like on me and, and how I can help the team and how I can get better and not really worry too much about like the externals, you know? Right. Rebecca, did you ever go through anything like that at Charlotte when you played? With changes of coaches, we did have um, our assistant coach change. Yeah. Um, not anything with the head coach or anything like that, but didn't have the luxury of finding out who that was. <laughs> sure. or, you know, they, didn't, they didn't give you guys a heads up or anything? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Awesome. So, like, when when they do tell you, though, do they kind of tell you to, like, keep it quiet until, like, they officially announce it? Um. Yeah, I guess, like, when everything is, like, done, they'll be like, you know, like, oh, like, this is who we got. But, you know, just wait until it's, like, officially announced on, you know, the, through the media. Sure. Um, but again, like they haven't told me that yet, so I'm not looking into too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we won't push it any, yeah, yeah. any, any further. We'll Appreciate find it. we'll find out tomorrow unofficially, but it's fine. That's right. <laughs> um, how I wanted to start this was first saying congratulations on you guys buying a new yeah. house. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. thank you. Yes. We're super uh, super excited to finally like you know have, have like an actual like place. I yeah. guess you know because I feel sure. like. We were in an apartment for so long, and it just felt temporary, but now it feels, like, more permanent. Yeah, do you guys yeah. feel, like, settled now at all, or is it still... I think, like, probably 95% settled. We still have, like, some stuff that we're doing around the, the place, but um, almost all of it's, like, pretty much done, and it just it's just so much better, you know? Mm-hmm. It makes it feel more like home. What was it like buying a house in Charlotte? Cause I, I mean, at least for me, like, I started looking a little bit, but, like, I heard that it's super aggressive and super hard to find a house right now. It was insane. I think yeah. we we looked at like fifty five or sixty Holy houses. Cow. You said fifty five. Yeah, fifty five yeah. or sixty places. And that was with our agent. We also did some on our own. Started doing the Zillow yeah. searches, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But like open houses as well. So oh, like yeah. physically looking at homes, like like probably around sixty, sixty five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was just insane. Obviously, the housing market is just crazy right now too. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, we ended up finding one that we really like, and we're super happy with it. So yeah, it's nice to have roots down, like in your home, kind of like an area. Yeah, from yeah, older, right? exactly. And for like you know, people to come. Like my parents came up this past weekend, nice. and it's nice to have like space and room. And her parents are coming up this weekend. Nice. So um, yeah, everybody's just coming at once. So, we're, <laughs> <laughs> so were you all the rowdy neighbors that put fireworks off in the backyard? Since now you have a yard or anything like that, or no? No, we no. did not. I kind of let the fireworks alone. <laughs> nice. <Okay. laughs> you didn't like light the snake out in the driveway or anything like that. No. 
Yeah. No, I don't want to piss anybody off yet. <laughs> Just moved in. It's yeah. good. It's good. Trying to be the good neighbors right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the dogs' anxiety and everything like that. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So we had Nick Kelly on last week, and we talked about um, foreign players, like, you know, Riley, Jan, uh, Sergio coming over and getting settled. But what has it been like for you coming back here, settling, and what was it like for you moving to Chicago? Um, did someone help you when you moved, or what was that experience like? <laughs> Rebecca is pointing <laughs> to her. Who drove twelve hours? <laughs> yeah, she did. Well, yeah. So, yeah, explain it a little bit. It was crazy. So. Like, okay, so obviously, like, it is, I, it is a much bigger step for the foreign players because they're coming sure. to a foreign country, you right. know, where sometimes some of them English isn't their first language. So they have to get familiar with, you know, everything over here, the culture, you know, society, like everything. Um, but it is like getting drafted that first time and just being like, they call you and they're like, hey, uh, we drafted you. You got a flight tomorrow for preseason. Wow. So oh, wow. pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> you had to leave the next day. Yeah, pretty much oh, the okay. next day. Yeah. And I, you get there and there's like, all right, you're in a hotel room with one of the other like draftees. Um, so you had, to, you had to bunk up with other people too, yeah? Did you yeah, get your yeah, own so room? Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't get your own room. <laughs> not, as a draft, not as a guy get drafted. <laughs> you're with the other drafted players. Right. Um, yeah, and they're just like, okay, you're coming for preseason. And, you know, I, I'm sure you all know, like, just because you get drafted doesn't, like, guarantee you sure. a contract. Yeah. Unless you know, you maybe you're, like, a generation of Adidas player or you signed a senior contract before. So you don't even know if you're going to, like, be on the team. It's just, like, a tryout, pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, so you try out for us at MLS Combine. We liked you enough to invite you to our tryout to see if you can play, like, like you know, with the big boys. Yeah. Um, and so I, I trialed with uh, Chicago for three or three, three, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three weeks. Yeah. And... <laughs> Um, then they're like, yeah, you know, we like what we saw. We want to sign you. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any of my stuff here. Right. I have like two bags. Right. And I like call Rebecca. I was like, because our first game was in Columbus. And I was like, hey, what if you just like pack up like half my stuff from Charlotte um, and drive up with my parents to Columbus and then you just drive them the next six hours wow. to Chicago and just oh stay my up. <laughs> and yeah. luckily she agreed. I was like, thank you so much. Because <laughs> when he went, like he said, he had two duffel bags and so that's all he had and he still had everything in Charlotte. Luckily I was still in college so I was able to pack, but his car sure. was also back in Charlotte with me. So I packed anything and everything I could get into his car and then went to his parents' house, stayed with them that night, and then thankfully his brother drove with me. So we drove six hours to Columbus, and then I stayed, we watched the game there. I think I had like four monsters that day. <laughs> I like get back and then I get to Charlotte or into Chicago, it's like midnight and I'm trying to pick up Brant from the hotel. Wow. I like it was first time in the city. I'm right, like, yeah. what go, am I you doing? You go into the bridges, you get no service right. on your phone. Yeah. So it's going in and out on the phone. I'm just standing like, oh, yeah, my map off is of like, Michigan Ave with like three bags. I'm like, Rebecca, where are you? <laughs> and then I had no gas because I was like, oh, I'll just get it closer. Didn't realize that there's... There's just not gas stations in like Chicago. Well, we've never been to Chicago. <laughs> right. So right. The first time. Right. Yeah, yeah. I actually had to stop... Um, a friend that lived in Chicago, we stopped, or I stopped at his apartment, had to get him to get in the car to take me to a gas station. Oh it was definitely a it stressful. It was a mess. We ended up getting there like 2.30 in the morning, but it was like insane. I, I was in Chicago like two years ago for work, and it was overwhelming just to walk around the city. I can't imagine packing up a car oh and God. just driving Trying up there and be like, oh, it's madness. Oh, yeah. Madness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was stressed out just walking around, let, let alone <laughs> yeah. like driving through it i can't imagine so i you said something there and, and it was interesting i didn't know but like 
So you got drafted. They kind of like, I don't want to say like try you out for like three weeks or so, but like then they're like, hey, we want to sign you. So like, is your contract not guaranteed or your spot not guaranteed you after say, they draft you or anything? Yeah, or no? you, so just because you get drafted, your spots are not guaranteed. You don't sign a contract or anything. They're like, wow. oh, you get drafted, you can, it's pretty much another tryout. Yeah. So, you know, after they can keep you, I mean, pretty much as long as they want, but usually like the duration of preseason, they keep you and then they're like, oh, well, you know, we want you or we don't want you. And a lot of players kind of like, you know, get screwed over yeah. because they stay there for four weeks and they're like, you know, maybe the club is waiting on bringing another player that they don't know they're going to get. So they're going to take this guy. But if they get the player, then they're just going to say, hey, we don't want you. And then all the other rosters are already filled up like in MLS and, and even in like USL by that point. So you're just like. So a lot of, I've seen a lot of like yeah. stories where those players like can't find anything after that. It sucks, man. Like, yeah. So, like, what would happen if you got hurt, like while you're trying out, or like while you're there in that provisional period? Like, are, is it just your SOL or like? Yeah, what? it's pretty much. Yeah. Like, you're just you're just wow. done. It's like, well, you know, we don't we don't have a contract with you. There's no ties or anything. Like, you signed the waiver to try out, so you know, sorry. Got to get that players union to the, 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 yeah. twist the arm a little bit, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that stresses me out. And I'm right. not even, I wasn't even drafted. Um, so, okay. So, you, you get up there. Clearly, things worked out. Yeah. Yes. I know yeah, it's stressful, yeah. exciting probably at the same time. Very. What happens after that? Does the team at that point kind of help you out? Like, finding Yeah, a once you sign, the team, like, helps you out. Um, there was, like, a, kind of like a real, like a realtor or like a broker that helps you you know kind of find places but luckily uh my former equipment manager from charlotte unt charlotte for the soccer team he lived up there and he was about to move in with his uh, girlfriend at the time and he was like hey like do you just want to take take over my apartment and it happened like simultaneously like i signed and then the next week he was like you want this and i was like yeah for sure and that made it like super easy for me and like <laughs> just made it work out so well but yeah usually like they'll have like a real estate broker like drive you around and send you places and then you'll go view them with them so once you sign like the club helps you out a lot and obviously there's stuff in the cba then where like they have to give you like moving expenses and things like that so rebecca did you have to like travel every other weekend going back and forth while at school still or like what it was, I think when we first started, it was once a month. Um, it helped that since I was in college, like I still had spring break. So I think that's actually when I went up with spring break. So yeah. I was able to fly back, which was very nice. I don't think I ever drove except for that one time. <laughs> that one time, that was yeah. enough. <laughs> yes. And then, um, yeah, so then it was just flights from there. But um, luckily, I graduated in the summer. And so between me graduating and then grad school which I started the next um, that spring semester so I took like a semester off I was actually able to go and stay with him that full time of just studying for the GRE and applying for grad school and just waiting because it was one of those well if I go home it's I'm just home for six months I could get a job if I wanted to or I could just go and see him yeah right um so that was definitely nice and then so yeah the distance it was Sure. It was also tough just because um, she was thinking about going to grad school and she was like, should I go in Chicago? And I was like, I mean, you signed a rookie deal in the MLS. Like, it's not a great deal. Right? It's like one year, three options, you know, and it's the team option, obviously. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I have options, but it doesn't guarantee me here. Like, you never, you just never know. And I'm like, my program was three years. So yeah. Because then you can, you can get stuck up there in right, grad school and then you would get some more. Yeah, get traded or something. And yeah. then she's just like, well, I have another year here or something like that. So I was like, just go home, like get the in-state tuition, um, get like a GA job. And it worked out like really well, but it was like at the time, yeah, pretty stressful. 
like graduate this December, which was when he got traded and we moved. So it was just it was all yeah, perfect all timing on everything. Yeah. Nice. You, you mentioned something about the the option, so I asked Nick the same question. He, he answered it for the for the most part, but I, I'm I'm curious about you know you sign a contract, you know like, and then there's a a, a year option. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like when when you sign a contract, and you, you, there's an op. What, what does that mean? So if you if you just like say you sign like a one year one year it's like a two year deal but one year guaranteed and one option. Yeah. That means like that next year like they have all the like the salary the incentives like it's it's like pretty much the second year of the deal. Mm-hmm. But they, it's it's up to them if they want to pick it up and if they don't want to pick it up then you're either. You either have to like get traded or go to the reentry draft, or you're a free agent. You know, if you've been in the league long enough. Mm. Um, so, you know, like a lot of there's a lot of rules of that, like yeah. in the MLS especially. Exactly, and that's kind of what I was trying to get at, Nick. Like it's you know, MLS has some unique rules anyway, and so the option rule is is, is very intriguing to to me. Um, you know, because Adam Armour just just signed, and he has that. I think it's a two-year deal with uh, the third year. Been I think it's option. a one, I think it's a one-year deal with like two years, or it could be vice versa. I think, it, I think it's two years. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, with a one-year <laughs> option. But I'm like, okay, what does the option mean? Who's pick? Who's option? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Usually, well, I guess like for like younger players, it's usually up to the team. Yeah. Um. So if like you know the the staff decides to pick it up, and yep. that, then he's guaranteed the next year, and they have to decide by December first. Of okay. That year before, okay. if they want to pick it up or not. Yeah, that's the. It's part. usually very team friendly, right? It's basically giving the rights to the team to make that decision. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you're saying it's not the player option usually. No, it's you're, unless you're like you know a big baller. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're like David Beckham coming in. Yeah. 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 Schweinsteiger, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's talk about that. Your your time at Chicago, and I think you and I have kind of talked about this before. Yeah. Um, what was it like playing with him? Uh, is he? Uh, too big for his britches, as they say down in the south, or is he is he nice to play with? Or? No, he's such a good dude. I loved playing with Schweinsteiger. Um, it was just like such an incredible experience. He's such a good pro, and yeah. honestly, like him playing like in the midfield, like being such a, like an astute midfielder, and also Dax McCarty, like just kind of like playing behind both of like very good players. I was able to like watch and learn and observe a lot from them, and it taught me a lot about the position and the game in itself. And you know, I tried to like always pick their brains of like, you know, what should I do in this situation or what about this? And they were always like willing to help. So, you know, obviously like it stunk that first like year and a half, like sitting on the bench, you know, sure. it's always things not playing. But after like, once I started playing, it's like you learn to appreciate, it's like, wow, like, you know, maybe it was good for me that I got to learn from these two guys because I was so much of a better player when I did start getting on the field. Mm, um, so no, that like Bastian, honestly, probably, I feel like he's like the best like DP like a team could have signed um, just cause he's always like he was like super humble and he was always willing to help the team and hang out with like guys when we had like team events like you hear like some of these like guys um, maybe like you know Ibrahimovic is always obviously a great player but I heard you know kind maybe of a, a little mean in the locker room <laughs> where ba- uh, Matt Swift was, said that just to be clear that <laughs> I, I know he listened so yeah you're, you're a jerk <laughs> but um you know, it was it was an incredible experience playing with both those guys. So, you know, you learn from them on on the field, but like, what about off the field? Did they? You were you were new, you know, new to the league. Did they teach you anything about how to be professional, like off the field? Like, did you learn anything from them? Like, yeah, you kind of just like watch what they do and learn their tendencies. Um, it's mainly like Dax was, you know, he's like an American that went to college, so like he grew up in the culture in like the culture, so he knows like 
kind of like what we go through. Even though I think he only went to like one year of college because he's generation Adidas, like sure. sign pro, you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, like he was always like, you know, hosting events and getting like the guys, especially like the younger guys, you know, getting them accustomed while also being like a great leader in the locker room as well. So you, you were talking about like getting accustomed to like culture in this area, right? So we have some international players coming to Charlotte, right? So like, what are you going to do to kind of help like Christian and Sergio and like all those other players coming overseas that may not speak English as their first language, may not understand that you have to have a car in Charlotte to get around. Right? <laughs> um, you, you know, they may not know what fried chicken is at prices that just closed down. Like those kind of things like that. Like how are you going to be able to help transition and help support them? Yeah, I feel back? like the best thing is like, you know, just like maybe going to like get a meal together and just mm -hmm. like talking and seeing like what kind of questions they have and any advice that we can give because obviously we're like very familiar with the area sure um and i was like i actually I actually asked like some of them if they were going to be here this summer because i know you know they're off season i said yeah we should go they, they said it was tough because of like covid yeah yeah um so i was like oh, okay so i mean like you know obviously a lot of players are gonna be coming in like december january time so it's tough like pick and choose but um you know like yeah like just talking to them like seeing what questions they have like even in the locker room you know and just trying to help them out from them because I mean, I'm, I can't imagine how tough it is going to a new country, right. like not knowing anything right. about the right. place, and then being like, okay, now what? You know? I mean, you, you have like Bobby Dolaire in the front office, who's like player personnel, who's, I mean, amazing at his job. We're big fans of Bobby. Yeah, yeah Bobby's the man. We're going um, to try to get him on the show, too. Yeah, he, I'm, sure he'd, I'm sure he'd love to do it. <laughs> but um, he, I'm sure he'll like be super helpful to these guys, but yeah, I mean, just kind of like helping them out and, and helping Bobby out as well because he's gonna have so many, so many guys to like take care of. Mm -hmm. Have you had a chance to talk to to everybody, including Adam? Who yeah, just, who just signed? Yeah, yeah, I've had a chance to talk to everybody. Just like you know, brief, like, hey, like, happy to have you here. Like, looking forward to next awesome. year and everything. And everybody seems like down to earth, like super nice and obviously great players. So I mean, I'm, we're definitely looking forward to it. And I just like. I can't wait till everybody, we're all just here. Right. You know, and we, right. Can, we can start practicing together and playing together and building that chemistry. Yeah. Versus just FaceTiming everybody. Yeah, versus <laughs> texting, like, messaging, yeah. like Instagram. I'm like, dang. Like, <laughs> I'm digital, into their DMs. Fine, but yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. come on. <laughs> I need to dab somebody up or something. Right. <laughs> um, so let's pivot for a minute. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on is for this next piece. I want to talk to you about soccer resilience. Um, you're an amb ambassador, right? Yeah. For them, yeah. can you tell everybody a little bit about that? It's I, I think it's super neat. But can you can you tell everybody about what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of basically just like a program that is set up to to help you know not only like youth like kids like youth soccer players or kids, but like you know players of all ages. Um, you know the struggles that they might have uh, playing soccer or even off the field, like just being that like you know i guess not escape but you know avenue sure. to where they're like man like i can't get out of this rut or you know i don't know what i'm supposed to do here or i'm just having like you know a bad time right now um and i just think it's like super important and i mean you know she's uh, she's the uh, pro in this but um we're obviously super um sort of looking for passionate about mental health yeah um and i just thought it was a unique opportunity because uh, they asked me to join and you know i had to think about it just because it's like you know it's 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 a lot of time and it's sure. a lot of effort but i think it's it's best if i did just because you know now i can i can kind of share like some of the stuff that i've been through and being like you know it's not the end of the world 
right. like you think it is. Right now, it might seem like it is, but it's not the end of the world at the end of the day. Um, so, I mean, like, personally with work, they put a huge emphasis on, like, mental health, right? I mean, especially beginning of 2020, at least with my work, they've given us Lyra, which is, like, a, a mental health program to help give us, like, counseling and life coaches each year. And they give us headspace to be able to, like, meditate right. and give, like, you know, clarity before each day. Like, we, we get that for free, right? And I think you're seeing a lot more athletes be a lot more open about the importance of mental health and right. the importance of being present and taking care of yourself, not just physically, but mentally, right? Um, I mean, can you touch on that, like why it's so important to be able to support that, like on top of having the physical game? Well, I think on, so one, it's so big. I love the mind-body connection. And so it's one that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, physically I'm I'm in shape, I have all this. But then it's also like, well, physically what's going on in your body with you sure. know, anxiety, depression, all that, because our body holds everything. But then it's also working on the, the mental aspect of it too, if you want to go into like the cognitive side of, uh, you know, especially with kids coming into sports, not just soccer, but anything yeah. of you might be the best on your club team or your high school team. And then now you're coming into college and you're sitting on the bench yeah, and right. you're not starting. And it's ones like you have the ability, but then do you have like the mental capacity too to keep going and to keep pushing yourself. And a lot of times um, you see that age at 16 of when kids start dropping out of sports because yeah. that pressure starts to build. And it's like, I don't really know what to do, but then I think it's so great that athletes are starting to talk about the, the mental health side um, because it's one of those, it, the stigma around it, yep. it to you know one lesson that but then also just to be able to talk about emotions and to let people know that it's okay to have emotions and yep. you know sometimes we're going to be sad sometimes we're going to be happy and being comfortable with those emotions and that's the big part because when you're playing a sport you're going to go through every emotion you're going to be right. happy you're going to be sad you're going to be miserable like i mean who wants to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and do weights but it's also like okay well if i can <laughs> <laughs> i do <laughs> yeah. if you build and you keep building that and you just like you set that habit and it's i mean i don't think practice makes perfect but practice makes um Permanence. Permanence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was just gonna say I love that you guys are like highlighting that and mm -hmm. like supporting that because like I mean selfishly that's a huge thing from like my personal life that's been important and it's awesome that you guys are really highlighting that and supporting that that change in the in the culture of the sports and life in general. So yeah. Yeah, and also I mean it kind of ties into like my like grind set kind of thing that I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to kind of like share that and being like you know maybe it does sound like a little like corny but I think it's good to just like you know have fun with it and like yeah. you know if we have like a healthy mind we can have a healthy grind right and we yeah, can really accomplish like what we want to do in life like we don't have to we don't have to be sad or we don't have to like give up or you know after one failure after two failures after 50 failures you know so i think it's just like you know always always getting back up and like she was saying like mental health and like keeping keeping your head straight will always you know help enhance your performance and i think uh usually it starts in your head and then once your head is fine then everything else usually flows freely yeah. well it, it goes back to what we were just talking about a little bit ago with uh players relocating you know you went to right. chicago i mean that's 100 that's yeah. stressful as hell it's overwhelming and what if what if it didn't go well and you have a setback and now you have to reset and, and go again and you know you think about you know the players that are going to be coming over here they're away from their family maybe for the first time ever. Yeah, that's huge and you know think about adam he's he's young too i mean that's that's a that's a huge burden i can imagine being 18 and going to germany and then coming back to, like that's crazy right yeah. but i mean it's, it's not even stressful for them but stressful for the spouses and the significant others yeah. with like players as well yeah like, absolutely that's a huge deal like 
you were saying that you drove to Chicago. Yeah. Like, like, that's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it, affects, it affects yeah. a lot of people, yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. What, uh, is there anything in particular um, that you guys are are going to be doing any events anything that you know you're focusing on um usually like if there is like anyone that's interested uh they can go to the soccer resilience website and uh they can sign up they have like certain plans that you can like sign up for um usually like with clubs but also like individual players like they can they can sign up with me and i can be their mentor oh, uh, for like nice. a certain amount of time that's yeah. awesome so David, know, are, kinda... David, are you signing up? I, I'm so... I'm googling it right now just to be able to sign up. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my seven v seven team. I, I'm, we're having a lot of setbacks, and I'm gonna I'm, I need to uh, okay. I need to get the mental game part right for that. I but... would love to help you guys out with that. <laughs> I mean, if, you can get, if you can get us a win that doesn't consist of I, I a think... forfeit, it'll be great. I think the, I think the only way you'll be able to help is if you actually play. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say I might hop on the field, then, you know, just to get you guys going. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> just get us some goals. It'd be great. <laughs> so so they can go to the website. Uh, sign up. You could even be like a like a yeah, mentor, like a personal yeah. mentor, yeah, like a personal awesome. speaker for like their team. Um, nice. You know, maybe like sign or they can sign up for like a season. You know, there's like I haven't like looked over the plans, but they have like certain plans that they want they want to do. Nice. Um, and also like I've talked to them about like maybe doing like a weekly like blog of like encouragement yeah. or something like That's that. Cool. Um, we've just like kind of been like you know brainstorming ideas ever since i just like got on like two weeks ago so we'll uh we'll get something up and running i got a couple couple ideas okay you'll you'll see okay all right all right so for those like i I was actively googling to find out where it is so it is soccerresilience.com and they have some great information there they they got some you know youth club college soccer programs individual parent coach sessions as well and they they do it it in person zoom yeah so it's and um one of the guys that's on there is uh, matt spear Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we know yeah he yeah, yeah. works with the, with the independents. Awesome. Um, he's like one of the big guys on there, and another guy, Wells Thompson, who grew up not too far from me and yeah. played in the MLS for nine years. He's on there as well, and uh, Jessica McDonald is a partner, um, the international team player for the U.S. Um, so the, and they have a psychologist as well, like an actual like doctor psychologist on there too. So. It's not just it's uh, yeah it's legit you know it's yeah, yeah. Just like, hey you gotta grind you know? <laughs> there's, there's a method you gotta, you gotta put the hashtag out there that's it no yeah there's actual program for it it's good. yeah there's actual plan <laughs> awesome oh my goodness. um all right so we talked about the the mental side now I, I definitely want to ask you uh, for all the people that are over forty years old and you know need to get back in shape and things just, like just had a baby just had a baby congratulations um, by the way yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, what is your what is your week like as far as diet and training goes right now? Um, right now, like so, like a like a normal week. Five, like we just started doing yoga. Which yeah, I saw that. Twice a I week. saw that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I'm kind of making it funny on Instagram. But I actually do do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we do that, and I usually go to the gym like five times a week. Okay. Um, and then we have practice six times or practice five times and then a game and sometimes two games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like to go in the, I like to go to the gym just because like pays the head. Right. Yeah. Young though. Um, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I try. <laughs> <laughs> this morning when we were, we were getting in the car to uh, leave the gym, he should like <laughs> roll down the windows and he's like, oh my gosh, it just makes me feel so good. <laughs> like, this is just so good for me. <laughs> So do you go early in the morning? Yeah, like, we usually we usually go together. Um, we wake up probably around like 5:30 um, every morning, and then sometimes we'll do yoga, but that's at night. Yeah. Um, and then I have practice as well, and, and then games. Sure. So 
um, you know, that and then diet, like I usually give myself like one day a week where I can like, you know, eat anything, like it doesn't matter, like, right. but six days a week, like I'm pretty strict with what I eat and, you know, like a lot of protein, a lot of veg- like, vegetables, like some carbs, um, but yeah, like I'm just all, all about the, the healthy lifestyle for sure. So is, is the cheat day Taco Tuesday or is that a different day? Oh, unfortunately not. <laughs> I like to, I like to combat, I like to combat as healthy. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to call it out or anything. No, no, we got the corn tortillas. So there you go. You just eat, you just eat the fajitas without the shell. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. so Taco Tuesdays, right? But so like Rebecca, what does that mean for like your diet? So like, I know for me, like, me and Laura get married in October, and so like for me, I have to trim a lot more diet out for that. But like, how does that affect you? Like, do you guys do a lot of meal prepping or what? So we actually don't do a lot of meal prepping. Yeah. Um, Grant does a lot of the cooking. Nice. Okay. So dinner, I would say, if I have to be honest, um, he cooks every dinner. Nice. <laughs> She's working hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Usually, because I'm still working, so he'll make dinner. Um, and then when Grant goes out of town for the away trips, um, he is very grateful or gracious and goes to the store and actually picks me up um, oven pizzas. So nice. I don't, and one in general. That's like her thing on my away trips. Yeah. She always yeah. like, can you get frozen pizza? Because I don't really enjoy cooking. Um, and so when I do have to cook, I'm like, oh, okay, put it in the oven. That's, That's me yeah. cooking. Um, Easy pizza. So for potential sponsors, who is this frozen pizza brand? Shoot, what is, is your it? favorite? It kind of just changes. Oh, we we kind of like um, Red Baron. Okay. okay. I do like Red Baron, okay. yes. Yeah, I don't know. I think DiGiorno is a little overrated. Yeah. Not a huge DiGiorno guy. The Supreme one. The Supreme Red Baron. Is, that's the best. Well, on that note, DiGiorno is our sponsor tonight. So I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I'll have to put out a survey to see the best frozen pizza maker. Oh. Um, we'll actually say Salute is our, is our pizza sponsor for the night, but it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably should say that. So, Brent, do you have a, a specialty that you cook? Do you specialize, like, in one thing? Oh, I think, like, so my favorite dinner to cook is um, probably, like, probably salmon, um, sweet potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, nice. And then we put the salmon on, like, a brown rice. And that is, like, I think that is so fire. Dinner, yeah, dinner's usually on point. Breakfast, I'll usually make, like, an egg sandwich, so that's good. And then my lunch is just whatever I can consume within five minutes between <laughs> sessions, just whatever it is. <laughs> so, so what is your, what is your gym routine like? Uh, are you do like upper body Monday, Wednesday, Friday, lower body, or just everything? Yeah, um, usually we're, I, taking, I we're am, taking studios I notes. Taking here, so. notes. <laughs> um, I usually do, I, I like to like work my legs out like before practice just to like it, it gets them going. Okay. Um, so that's just like I guess like specific to like whatever. I, so I usually if it's not like leg day, I'll usually do something regarding like legs just to get them going before practice. And then always like one or two upper body muscles I'll hit like maybe like a like a chest and a try or like um, shoulders and biceps or like back or something like that. Um, and then and then core just because it just I mean that. For me, like it just gets me going. Like yeah. every morning, I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, let's go. I'm ready to take on the day. Like it's just get, yeah. So that's basically it. And that, and that, like, it's like four or five, six times a week, just depending if we have like a weight trip or if we're home. If we're home, it's a lot easier. You know, I can keep my routine the whole week. But if we're away, you know, maybe I gotta switch things up a bit because of travel. Yeah. Me, me and Laura just did core about an hour before we got here, and I feel like I want to die. So <laughs> I, I do not feel like I'm ready to take on the day at this point. But, um, so, like, did you learn that stuff from, like, 
personal trainers from other teams like Chicago or like is I actually like started um, my latter my last year of high school okay when I started working out because I used to be like super scrawny and like super small and I was like dang like maybe I should try to get to the gym like I don't get pushed around in college you know like high school high school is one thing like, sure you can be scrawny and whatever but when you get to college it's a different game a lot of guys are athletic you're playing guys five years older than you so I was like I hit the gym hard for like seven months and really just like transformed my body like right before college um, and Rebecca is Rebecca, laughing. Is laughing. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say she is laughing and loving this conversation. Yeah, so. <laughs> Well, so that was like my introduction to brain. Okay. Um, so we both went freshman year, um, and we knew each of each other. Like, oh, he plays on the sure. men's team. I play on the women's team. Um, but it was me, him, and this guy Hans who actually officiated our wedding. And also my teammate was, at the time, nice. cool. Charlotte. Yes, and was a groomsman. So kind yeah, of been, he, he did everything. Had a big role. <laughs> Just shuffling up there on the stage, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we were walking back to the dorms from class, and I didn't even have class with them. I think we just happened to be walking at the same time. And Grant pulls out his spoon, and he, I mean, this is our first time. We, we had to be talking about something, because there's no way. I want to hear her version. And I mean, we have, we have not talked. Like, this is like the first time. First time we're pretty much meeting, like, face to face. Yeah, and he pulls out his spoon, and he shows me a progress picture of what he used to look like to, like, now. And all he said was, like, Wow, like I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so good. And he's sitting there like thinking like, oh my god, this is such a like a weird person. Like she's like saying I'm so proud, but then I'm like, wait, wait, because we did this for our vows. Well, we didn't do it like we didn't knowingly uh, do this like for our vows. But then I'm sitting there like, wait, he thinks I'm weird. But you just showed me like a, a progress picture. Of his the very first like, time you've ever met two strangers. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> So Let's see if I can find it for you guys. Very, very we'll, we'll make that the image for the podcast. It'd be great. Could you imagine? Oh my god, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, we'll keep that in the podcast, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how I kind of like started getting into it. Just like I was like, I need to get bigger for college. Like, this isn't gonna work. Awesome. <laughs> um, so you talked about you know you train in the morning and then when are you training with the independents like when, so when are the training sessions? I usually get, like I leave for the gym or yeah leave for, wake up at five thirty get to the gym around six six fifteen um, come back like eat like a protein shake or protein bar um, and then go to training for the independents around I usually get there around like eight thirty um, and then training runs usually from like ten to twelve thirty one o'clock okay um, and then after that I come home and I usually just like. Do whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your recovery like? I, I guess specifically after hard trainings or even a match. Like, what's your recovery like? Yeah, so it's basically just kind of like getting something in your body like ASAP um, after like training or you know the gym just to like you know replenish which the energy you just lost. Um, but after games, it's like it's super tough because I have like so much adrenaline from the game and I can't go to sleep. Yeah. So I'm just like sit laying in bed till like three thirty, and I'm just like trying to like watch shows or something like trying to focus on going to sleep. And yeah. so after the games, it's hard. Yeah. Um, but usually, like you do a regen the next day. Yeah. Um, again, like go to the go to the gym, maybe like a sauna or like a steam room that helps like so much with like you know getting like the fatigue and like I feel like all like the lactic acid out. Um, so basically, yeah, kind of like whatever I'm feeling, or like a pool, like going into the pool for like a region. Oh, okay. um, just doing like those stretches and movements. It feel like less impact on the body, and you're doing the same movements to where like you, you would do in a game. Um, 
Yeah, so there's like there's a lot of things, um, but it's basically just what I'm feeling. Like maybe if I'm not feeling too bad, I'll just go to the gym and work out. But if it's a lot tougher, you know, maybe I'll just like cycle and then go to the sauna or cycle and go to the the, the pool. Um, just basically whatever my body's feeling. It's a lot more in depth than the Mint City 7v7 recovery. <laughs> we typically go to a brewery or a, a, a place afterwards and indulge ourselves in a beverage. That's our recovery. So. Gotta, gotta Put the cars back in. Yeah. <laughs> that loaf of bread in my stomach. It's good. It's good. <laughs> well, let's, let's stick with the independence. So how's the season been going? Uh, it's been going pretty well. Um, like, I mean, we had a lot of away games. I think seven of our ten were away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're sitting 500 right now, which isn't terrible. I feel like we, we could, we, I mean, we should definitely be in a better position than where we are because I feel like we dropped points that we should have gotten, um, but not a terrible position. And now we have, I think, seven or eight of our next 10 are home. So it's a great opportunity for us to us go, on a, go on a run here um, and really pick up points and solidify ourselves in, in the league. A lot of those new games are at the new uh, Memorial Stadium too. Yeah, so, so yeah, which I'm super looks, pumped about. Looks yeah, amazing. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, we trained there this morning. And it is yeah. it's, it's a sweet stadium for sure. Very cool. We have we have an event coming up, David. Do you want to tell everybody about? We it? do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shamelessly plug Mint City Collective here for a second. But on July 17th, so Brant and Independence is actually taking on New York Red Bulls too. Um, I think it's on a Saturday. So yeah, we're gonna, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. We're going to actually pregame at the new Big Ben's uh, location. There it's like right down the road, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's right down the street. We're going to pregame there, have a few drinks. We're going to practice marching and singing and chanting down in Elizabeth and down Central and make our way to the stadium and then hang out Memorial and cheer on you guys. But Maybe I'll tell my parents to come down early so they can go to Big Ben with y'all. There you yeah, go, yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, I mean, selfishly, I went there this past weekend during their soft opening. It's it's an awesome location, yeah, especially seriously. since they moved from South End. Right, it's, it's great. Right. So. That's sweet. Yeah, so definitely yeah. looking forward to having y'all there. Though, yeah, it'll be sweet. We're, we're excited. We're bringing some drums. Oh, sing, yeah, having some uh, singing and chanting. We're gonna be as loud as we can there at the stadium. It's gonna be perfect. Great. Yeah. So. You know, with your with your experience and you know coming to this team, um, have you taken on like a leadership role? Is that something that you're interested in, or like? No, yeah, I do. I like I like to read like books about leadership. Um, you know, I like to I like to kind of take on that role like when it applies, and I feel like it does apply. There's a lot of like younger guys um, out there, especially uh, that you can kind of like help and like mentor really um, and kind of like pick their brains of how they want to play and how you know how we can be better like all together you know just about building that chemistry and building that culture um, so yeah I mean that's definitely something I, I like I took on and um, I try I try to do like on and off the field for the guys yeah um, so Adam's coming to the independence too I believe so. Yeah, Nick, Nick did share that last time that we were here, so I don't know if it's been officially released. But oh, he, he, okay. did, he did say it on our podcast last yeah. week, but yeah, okay. I've and, seen him around. So. And is that is that going to be beneficial to get some you know playing time with them before you move over to Charlotte FC? Or oh yeah, I feel like the more time you have like to play with someone, you know, the better the better it is. Um, you, you can really get a feel of like you know, how they play, you know, what their style is, you know, what they're thinking on the field and what, what type of player they are. And I mean, like the earlier, like you can build that chemistry, the better. Um, so yeah, I think definitely. Very, very cool. Awesome. Well, so Rebecca, I'm going to, I'm going to transition some questions for you. So when you, so when you played soccer and like going back, so like, Thinking currently, so like, how do you think the women's game has made progress in terms of like quality on the field and the experience for the women's game, like in college, 
national team, you know, how do you view that? I think just looking at our national team in general um, speaks volumes because of what they've done and what they continue to still do. I mean, beating Mexico last two games and um, just like big numbers. And so I think um, for women athletes that college is one of those kind of like with the guys, it seems like college for women, it's easier to get to the college side and then it's not as easy with the professional side. Um, but I think that development is definitely growing and it's getting there. Um, and so I think it's really, like I said, just looking at the women's national team, like it's definitely um, it's definitely grown. And then even looking into um, just Charlotte, the women's Charlotte team, um, and seeing them making the conference tournament even after um, my last year we won it. And then I think Awesome. But I've been out of college now for four years or something like that. And I think they might have made it the past three out of four years. And so just seeing the, the growth with that and um, everything is still just amazing. Yeah. Um, is there anything you wish that women, the women's sports would be recognized for or anything else that would take it to a next level in terms of like recognition and awareness? I think for me, I can't really speak nationally just because I grew up in Louisiana and so Louisiana soccer is not North Carolina it's not it's not not SEC football yes exactly (laughs) um and so me growing up um in Louisiana it was kind of like you want it to be in North Carolina that was like the end goal that was where all the big soccer players were um and so I think just seeing more at the younger level of with like the you know, you hear about these academies for um, MLS teams, but then kind of transitioning that for the women's team and having more stuff like that for a younger development. Because, um, like I said, you I feel like you see more women in college sports, but then once you get out of the college sports, that's where it's harder. You have a lot of women having to go overseas. Um, so just yeah. having a, the development there. Um, but also, like I said, for me with, in Louisiana, like it was, it was a huge thing for me to go to the ODP camps where you hear in North Carolina, people are trying out and it's like 300 people trying out. And in Louisiana, we have like 20. So, (laughs) um, just looking like state by state and how, how much it's, it's so different that way too. I mean, selfishly, I would love to have a women's national team like game here again. I, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I, I went to the national yeah. game when they were at Bank of America, and it Same. was it was amazing. Oh yeah, just to like see that so again. sweet. Yeah, um, such a so, dominant team. Yeah, it, it would be great yeah. to have them come back again here. Just in just in case anybody's listening that can make that decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so David Tepper, get on that. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I I think too for you know women's professional soccer. What I, what I would like to see is more marketing around it. More, more airtime, right? I feel like you very rarely see any ads for it or anything like that. I, I will say for the, the U.S. Women's National Team, when they were here, they did a really good job of marketing that, getting that out to the public. But I, I feel like in general, like TV ads, you know, social media stuff, they just don't do a good job about it. And they're going to have to put some money behind it to, to get interest. Well, that- I know the Courage plays here locally, like in North Carolina, right? Place, yeah. right? And so, like, how do, how do we get them to have more fans on here in Charlotte? I know they're, they're here, but, like, how do we get more awareness from that? I think it's a big, bigger problem to solve than what we can do here in a podcast. Is, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, wait, we can't solve it now? We cannot solve the world's problems here, so. Yeah. 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 Mindset. Mindset, that's right, yeah. Well, we'll take a break here and be back in a few minutes. Thank you.
Hey, Matt. Hey, David. So we're, we're here to do our free ad read again. Mm-hmm. So where are we at this week? I'll give you one guess. Where? You tell me. Um, I'm going to say Salute. That's exactly where we are. <laughs> so we, we are back again at Salute. Um, and, I mean, Jason's been a super wonderful host to have us here for almost three weeks in a row now. Um, yeah. Doing a podcast. And um, so we're here to kind of share some delicious drinks that we're we're you know enjoying while we're doing an interview here with Brant and Rebecca. I will say Brant and Rebecca is being super um, healthy and good and drinking glasses of water. That's while right. me and Matt are not being good. Not being healthy. So what are you drinking tonight, Matt? Uh, I will also give you one guess of what I'm drinking. I need a, an Italian accent to have this. Well, in honor of Italy winning today, uh-huh. I could not refrain from getting the Una Fria. <laughs> It is it's so good. It's so good. And Brant, Brant's cheering for Italy, too, he told us. So, That's like, right. it's it's a perfect transition. So Right. How are you yeah. enjoying it tonight? It's really good. Yeah. You know, I get it every single time. I haven't tried anything else. This he does. I, I like. even tried to guilt him into trying something different a few minutes ago while we got a refill. But uh, oh, no. he decided to stick with it. Yeah. Well, I am trying a new beer. I was trying the uh, Fiesta Fiesta a few minutes ago, but I decided to open a new beer um, that he just started canning here at Salud, and it's Otra Noche and Charleston. So another night in Charleston. If I said that wrong, anybody, please correct me, so that yeah. way I don't make a fool of myself like last week. But um, it's quite delicious. It is a sour ale with passion fruit, orange juice. It's like drinking a canned uh, mimosa. It is. Mm. It's quite divine. It's really good. It's really sour though. It looks yummy. It's really good. So I mean, I, like I said a second ago, we are here in Salud, and we really do appreciate. Jason, the team here hosting us yeah. for the past three weeks. And just a quick plug if you haven't been to Salude, um, it's here in Noda. It's mm. a fantastic little spot. I mean, it's got a great coffee shop upstairs. They, they have different beer, different wine. Uh, the bottle shop is downstairs. But um, if you haven't had the food here as well, uh, Wednesday nights they do Detroit style pizzas um, and they sell until they, until they sell out. And they are quite delicious. Um, if you like Detroit style, like the, you know, the real thick crust mat. You like that, or you like a thing? I like else? any pizza. I like any pizza too. I'm, I'm paying for it right now in my life, but it's okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they, they do that, um, and then they also, from time to time, if you haven't got a chance to try it out or even swing by and do it, um, but they have Noche Latina at Salud, and so they they did this back in June. They do it occasionally, but um, they do like salsa dancing lessons, and it's just oh, a, that's it's, cool. it's an amazing environment. If you get a chance to come check this out, like be sure to do it. Um, you have some great beer, some great food, and you, you can act like you know how to dance. Yeah, I like it. You're going to bring your wife down here? for? She loves to dance. I love to dance, so that's perfect. I will try to get Laura to come. She's trying to get me to, to learn how to dance so I don't make a fool of myself in the wedding. So maybe I can I can move some salsa moves there. At, yeah. At the wedding will be good. Well, on that, we're going to transition back. And uh, thanks again, Salud. Thanks for having us here in this, in this corner. And... Uh, we're going to be back here in just a second. Una fria. Awesome. Welcome back. Thanks, Salute, again for hosting us. But uh, we're back here with Brant and Rebecca and Matt Swift. So, Matt, over to you about some more questions for him. Thanks. So I, I tell everybody the only reason why I, I joined this podcast is just to ask questions that I personally want to know. <laughs> so we're going to ask Makes you sense. some kind of fun questions that I don't think I've ever heard you answer. Um, and it's going to be for both of you guys. So let's talk about trash talking on the field. 
Were either of you guys trash talkers when you when you play? I think I was like, I think I was like a little more of a trash talker than a you were. Little more, you were. Way <laughs> yes, Brand one hundred percent trash talker ever. Um, <laughs> do, do you still trash talk? I still talk. Okay, sure, okay, sure. okay. <laughs> So we'll hear that at Memorial is what you're saying? Yeah, okay. yeah, you'll hear some okay. stuff. There would be times that, like, the camera would, you know, go into Brant's face, and I can see him. <laughs> I can't hear him, obviously, but I see his mouth, and I'll, like, text him, like, you cannot do this. <laughs> and, like, the camera showed you, like, everyone can see this. That's, yeah. why, that's why everybody covers their yeah, face now. Yeah, I gotta do better at that. <laughs> I don't cover my mouth. I, I, I don't, I don't think I really trash-talked, like, to people, I don't. I don't think I did. Did nah. you trash talk the ref? Is that, that what that's that's what I was gonna say? Like the ref? Yeah, yeah. that's a really rough. I think it was more like in high school and like club I did, and then sure. when I got to college, um, at least I don't really remember yeah. trash talking too much in college. Um, it might have been all in my head. I feel yeah. like no way. She, yeah. I don't think you did like trash talk. I don't think she was a true trash talker in college. If I would have said something, I would have definitely called her back. <laughs> This is what I would say. <laughs> and if I did, I'd probably just like laugh. So, would you play in college? Center mid. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I played. This shows my age a little bit. Stopper. So like, That's I, exactly. I guess, like, you know, we, we don't we don't call it that anymore. But like, I definitely. Um, Definitely trash talked a little yeah. bit. And that's, definitely that's what I played. Threw my body into some people a few times. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you played with anybody or against someone that's like a super trash talker? Um, maybe like like randoms. Like if there was, like I can't, I can't really remember them, like who they were. But they were definitely like I remember the emotion. Right. And yeah. there was like somebody trash talking, and like you know we would get into it and like stuff like that. But I don't remember any like anybody specific to where I'm like, oh yeah, like he he was like a big huge trash talker. I didn't know if someone had a reputation out there for being a trash talker. Um, let's talk about pet peeves so i have one david what is it so i don't know if you guys have seen this or noticed it but it drives me insane so when a goalkeeper is about to catch a ball right and there's no one 20 yards there's no one 20 (laughs) yards around him he catches the ball and then just falls to the ground right just clearly wasting time (laughs) yeah there's no reason for him to fall I think it should just be a straight yellow card, like as, as soon. I love that they do that. I hate it more than anything. <laughs> do you guys have any pet peeves, though? Just like in life or in soccer? Both. Both. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I have some good life ones, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think in soccer, it probably like with the goalie as well, and it's when they can clearly catch the ball, but they punch it. And I yeah. hate when they punch the ball when yeah. there's nobody around them and yeah. they can just catch it. I'm like, no. why would you do that? Like, you can just get the ball and we can keep possession. <laughs> And you just like punched it out because what, you thought it was like, gonna look cool or something. Like, just note, catch the ball. Note, <laughs> note to our future <laughs> future keeper: do not punch the ball around. Please brain. catch the ball if you can catch it. <laughs> do not punch it. They what is that cool Instagram shot, man? With them just yeah. punching the ball. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, literally, goalkeepers are the worst, man. They just die for no reason at all. Rebecca, what about you? Do you have any pet peeves? I think mine. I have. I guess I could say two, but I don't even know if one's a pet peeve. So I'll start with the other one is when people argue with the refs. I just think that because one, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I don't really like, I'm not an aggressive person. Like even with soccer, like I was not physical. Like I tried to avoid all that. And so like, even when it came to like the refs, like the ref made its, made its decision. It's either a red card, yellow 
hard foul, you know, whatever. And then it's just like the constant, like going, going, going. And I don't want to like call anyone out or anything, but Korea has definitely <laughs> done this at times. I'm like, why? I mean, like, in my in my why? head, I was thinking, I'm like, I watched the Independence match where there was something that come up now. <laughs> Think I'm like, just why? Like it's it's done, and I understand right. like you know you have the emotions like sure. if the call was you know if it was valid or not. But it's always both. It's usually yeah. not valid. It's, it's not valid. Yeah. I mean the well, referee. Into, of course, now the, ref- the referee's not going to be like, oh, you know what? You make a really good I point. Know. Yeah. Exactly. You know I mean, what? You made me second guess my decision. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change this. I mean that's still so right, but still it's like, come on, like you serious? It's, yeah, and it's I mean I. I, it, it just happened in um, an NBA game, so not even soccer. But it's like any yeah. sport, yeah. and it was a female ref, and I forgot who the um, athlete was, but she just like looked down, she's like, "We're done, like it's, yeah. we're done. Yeah. Like, you can keep going, but we're done. Like, right. Just stop." Um, so I think that's one of my pet peeves with um, soccer, and then my other one, which I guess isn't really a pet peeve, it just kind of comes with the sport, is when someone like just does all this work, beats like ten people, and then they just like kick out of bounds or just. <laughs> of the gas they're just like oh okay I know, I'm done. like you just did all oh, that work which we've all been there so yes. Yeah. I don't understand. I guess I don't even know if that's a pet peeve. It's more just like yeah. oh, you're it's so close. Like, <laughs> you did all that work. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the diving versus the men in the women's game? Just out yeah. of curiosity. I think the men definitely dive more. Oh I, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> sure. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah, my dad tells me to this day. He's seventy years, almost seventy years old. He's like, I can't watch the men game because of how much they dive. <laughs> so he intentionally watches like the women game because of that. Yeah, that's awesome. It just shows like how much like I feel like the women are like. I don't want to say people dive because they don't want to like you know work or you know, do anything like that. Like of course you want you to get the foul, but I just feel like when you watch like the, like it's just like they're they're fighting to the end. Like right. it's not just like sure. oh let me give up and then hopefully I get the whistle. Um, where I feel like on the men's side guys are very good actors. Mm-hmm. So like the um, Neymars where they just continue to tumble uh, and just do rolls, ten yeah. ten balls. Five and yeah. rolls. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. So next fun question. Um, I've always wanted to know this. So FIFA the video game. One, do you play? Uh, I do love FIFA. I don't play it like very often, but like I, I do love the game. Okay. I used to play it so much. Yeah. Until actually, until, like until I turned like pro. Like, <laughs> but you don't have time for it. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, so that leads me to my question. I've always wanted to know because I feel like I would absolutely do this. I would wait to see what my stats are, and I would get so pissed that I would call the gaming company up. I'm like, I am faster than 75 pace. <laughs> you would call EA. 99 overall. <laughs> um, but, like, have you, ever, uh, have you ever personally got pissed at anything or, like, any of your teammates, like, argued, like, I'm way faster than you, man. Why, how are you? Oh, de- yeah, in the, in the locker room, like, definitely. Like, if yeah. once those cards come out, yeah. Yeah. they're like, no way. Like, I'm faster than faster than you, like, every day. Like, how do they come up, like, how do they come up with these? Or, like, my pass Why is, is my way better than yours? Or, like, you know, it's about, like, anything. It's yeah. just, like, they, like, have fun with it. It's not like anybody's, like, actually getting mad, you know? How often do you update your photos in the game? Because, like, I know, like, oh, yeah. at least for, like, FIFA, there's sometimes there, but, like, also, like, for Madden, like, I, I used, like, last year, like, Greg Olson was, like, this generic face because, like, they couldn't get his rights and he didn't get permission to have his face in the game. But, like, sometimes you look at people's photos and they have, like, the wrong kit on underneath the shirt yeah, and then they have that on there. So, like, how often do you have to do that? Or is that, like, a player's association type uh, thing? I don't or? know who does that. No, no idea, really? Yeah, like, yeah. You just turn, I just turn the game on and... <laughs> There's your face. There's your face. There's the card, you know? <laughs> okay. 
Like, like, like whatever. When you, when you got your photo taken, and they didn't say, "Hey, this is for FIFA." They just no, took the photo. It was like, all right, next, next. <laughs> you just, hey, just sit there, and I'm gonna take your photo. Usually, just use like the. Um, like the pictures you take when you do it for your team. Gotcha. Ah, so like at the beginning of the year, you have picture day or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or media day. <laughs> picture day. It's like, it's like it's like middle school. Yeah. Now you look nice for picture day. Yeah, we have picture day coming up. No, it's a media day, and we'll take one of those usually. Yeah, that's a good question. I've always wanted that too. Like how they how they get the photos. So. Yeah. All right. So I I feel like I would just get super mad and argue with everybody what my stats were. I would just be happy I was in the game, so I'm, I'm totally yeah, Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, me, me too. <laughs> two, two different perspectives. <laughs> right. All right. So the last question that I've got, um, I always say that, and then I ask like five more questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the kit launch. I'm not going to ask you if you've seen the kit or comment on it, but I do want to ask uh, something kind of like with the FIFA thing. I've always wanted to know this. Have you ever had to wear a jersey that you're like, oh my god, this is heinous. Why in the hell do I have to wear this? Um, like, I don't, who designed this? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, usually, you know, it's just like, whatever you get. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, but for the most part, like, I just try to take, like, you know, gratitude perspective. Like, you know, I'm just grateful to have it. Yeah. 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 Um, but I've never like been like, oh my god, like what the heck are they giving us this on? Like usually I've liked like all of my jerseys for all of my clubs, um, from youth to now. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever like had like a jersey or shirt where I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what What about teammates? Has any anybody ever said anything? Or nah, uh, not really. Especially like not that I can remember. Um, except for like so. For the independence this year, we're supposed to have like cut off like shirts, but we're gonna have t-shirts, and then they gave us like it looks like a track top. Like I don't know if somebody just got like the order wrong or what, but it's like it's a pra- it's a practical joke. Like he, he like people wear these as jokes to training now. Like, sometimes like on like region days or something, or if we have like a team lift, yeah, like they'll just wear it as a joke to the gym, to the gym or something. Like it's like. What are you doing? Like yeah. You know, uh, it, right. it, it, even myself, I'm like, I'm not wearing that training. Like, I can't wear that at soccer practice. You know, this is so funny. Yeah. So that's probably the only the only thing. Yeah. Were, were you in Chicago when they rebranded or no? Yeah. Were yeah. Last year was like when the, the whole rebrand like came in. What was that like? From a like, I mean, I'm sure the fans were very vocal, but like as a player, like you have to just kind of wear what you got, right? So like, yeah, I mean, you don't really have like a say in right? any of it, like. You know, you didn't. You don't come up with the logo. You just like put on what they give you. So it's like everybody's just yelling or like complaining. Everybody's messaging like, "Can you believe this?" Like I'm like, I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> they, they, they give me my paycheck, man. Like, what do you, what do you want me to say? Yeah, like, I mean, we're gonna have to wear the jersey this year. So I'm sorry, but I'm not in control of this one. I mean, it, it's it's weird with MLS like this year. At, at least with this year, like New England, Columbus have all like had their rebrands leak and then they kind of just like show them and they have to like fans up war and they have to yeah. trick them and everything like that so I know there people give MLS a hard time about the the circle and the, right. the round logos everything like that but um, selfishly I like our logo but that's that's just me yeah, I like, yeah, I like, I like Charlotte's logo, logo. Yeah. it looks good. good yeah it's definitely grown on me over the past year for sure yeah, yeah. um 
are you collecting all the new tops that are coming out with the the Love United tops? I actually do have them. Yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're, They're sweet. sweet. I, like I like the material, material too. too. Yeah. 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 I, I have to pay for mine, so I'm going broke. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I do like them. I, I definitely <laughs> liked the, um, I, what was it, the... Came out right before Fourth of July, but like the the '94 like throwback, yeah, the throwback, right? Yeah, I, got I just can't wear it because I feel like I look like a watermelon in it. So like, I just can't rock it. But like Matt here posted pictures of it, and he looked it's, a lot better in it. It's but, vertical. You just want to stay away from yeah. that. I'll, I'll just get selfies from the chest up. With there you go. Everybody was joking. It looked like the, like the Chivas USA. It did. It did. Yeah. Look, it looked yeah. like Chivas. Yeah. yeah. It's very very true. Um, well, that's all the questions that I have, David. Well. Brant, Rebecca, thanks for so much for like come and hang out with us and salute and yeah. you know dealing with our our thanks for having us on yeah, yeah super super fun always great to see y'all yeah you know and a big shout out to Min City Collective yeah. can't wait to see y'all in uh, two weeks yeah. at the New York Red Bulls game that's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun so make sure you you go online order your tickets here soon so we can go out and support Brant and all the other players there in the stadium and Memorial will be a lot of fun so uh, Brant Rebecca anything else that you guys want to kind of share or anything else that's on your mind before we, we head out? I actually do have one question. Yeah. Um, so, this is weird. It gets oh, asked. Oh, yeah. oh, hold on a second. So everybody asks, how like, you know, how is it like, as like a player with like the team getting pushed back or whatever, but how is it as like a supporters group, you know, forming that and then having like a team getting pushed back a year? That's an excellent question, Brent. <laughs> um, you want to be our host next week? <laughs> uh, I, I will say from from my perspective, I'm, I'm the communications director. Last year was hard. Um, just keeping imagine. keeping the momentum going. Uh, there was no team news coming out, uh, so we had to get really creative about content that we could post. And um, I, I, I think the big thing was just the loss of momentum. Um, now it's coming back, and the excitement's coming back. Yep. Uh, you know, we're making all these new announcements and everything like that. So. Um, it's kind of like everything being like put on hold pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was tough. And I mean, I, selfishly as a fan, it sucked because it's like, oh, I want my team here now and I want right. to buy my tickets and I want to go in Bank of America Stadium. But then like no one could predict COVID yeah, in 2020, yeah, yeah. right? And yeah. so like hindsight looking back, it's definitely a benefit in a way because like one, we're going to be the only expansion team kicking off in 2022. Yeah. So it's not anything like... We're not sharing it with Nashville. We're not sharing it with Miami and those kind of things, right? Yeah. Or Austin, right? And so um, there's that perspective. And then, um, I mean, it, it helps the team like make better decisions. It almost feels like it would have been really rushed. Like, yeah, like that that 2019 heading into 2020, like it, it would have been like, wow, we're putting a team together in six or eight months. And then even as a supporter group, it would have been like, holy cow, like how do we? How do we practice chants and get drums and supplies and tifos and get that ready within five to six months? And right. So I mean, it's helped us be a little bit more planful. Um, I know we've had conversations with Nick last week and like him sharing about like the supporter group council and having us and other supporter groups be a part of that. I think that's helped because it's it's creating a better culture. Yeah, it's awesome. For yeah, sure. I mean, so it, it's. It sucked at first, but I think it's really going to benefit us in the long run. Where, yeah. Like when we kick off in 2022, it's going to be to be insane in Bank of America. Extra, sure. extra prepared. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it's weird because you know we we really had our first major event when we went up to see Appalachian FC play. It was a lot of fun, by the way. Yeah. I'm wearing my Swatch Guard shirt right now, actually. Yeah. It looks good. 
but so so the weird thing is is that I you know we have a we have a Slack channel that we all talk in and everything like that and some of these folks I've never actually met face to face in like a year and so this trip was a first time I've seen these people in, in person so that's exciting and we just haven't been able to do events right and you know with everything going on so I'm glad that we can get back to somewhat normal and have some fun together mm-hmm. so hopefully we don't disappoint come game day so uh, I'm sure you won't hopefully we don't either no so. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have full confidence you definitely will not yeah so it'll, it'll be good so we're all rooting for each other here yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, again, I appreciate the time, the effort, and the, the connect. It was great. And so um, until next time, we'll see you here soon. All right. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. Yes. Thank you. Bye, y'all.